right, here we go. It is podcasting time, and we have Colin Thomas here from Essential Maintenance. We will fix it Dubai, and we are going to set you straight with your DIY issues and and just general thoughts on how to go about sorting out where you're living, making it a little bit more habitable, and just having some fun on the weekends. All happens right here on the podcast. So you know where you are. Go get a cup of coffee. No, don't get a cup of coffee. You should already have it. Just sit back, relax, and enjoy. <laughs> it's great to see you again, man. It's good to be back. I've been, I disappeared. I mean, in podcast world, you never disappear, do you? No. You just get rehashed. Yeah, yeah. However, I've disappeared now for, what, two, three weeks trying to sort out a whole bunch of fun in the office. It's, it's, it's life. It is yeah. life. I know, I've missed it. I've really missed it. You know, this is this is a, a real highlight in the week. Oh, there you go. And um, to hear that we've done 75 of these now. 75 podcasts. Well, I, see, I've got that little... I don't normally get a competitive streak. <laughs> Knowing that Glenn's done more, is, yeah, Glenn, is Glenn the leader at the he, moment? Yeah, he's almost... He's, he's knocking on a hundred's door. Right, well, in which case, I need to arrange a very horrible accident for him, so he's totally and utterly incapacitated at all levels until I get one more than wherever he is. Is that a bit harsh? Yeah. I haven't got my drill yet. So b- backstory is I was putting up a sunshade and I was putting in a nice anchor mm. and burned out my drill. But hey, look, the drill and all the other stuff that I got with it was like a 92 Durham kit. Yes. So it was, you know, 350 watt plasticky thing so you know i got i got good life out of it yeah you did i still haven't got the drill i was actually because because i need to make a new composter mm. and so i was gonna put the compost bucket in the car and ask you just bring your drill and we'll just put the holes in it so maybe next week we'll try out your drill i'll send you a note Do you know what i've got i've got more than one so on that basis if you'd like to trial it first you can just have it for a while it's well, fine i wouldn't mind trialing Great, it but i'll just that. i could just bring it and you know no okay, okay. seriously I'll, take it do okay. it your own time okay. and you're more than welcome to borrow it for all as long right. as you need all right next week i'll bring bring yeah, the remind next. me the day before because okay. in that. fact you'll have to remind me 15 yeah. minutes before i leave the house as well knowing yeah, me no problem sounds excellent yeah um I, I put on my colin hat on the weekend did you know? Got That's out, a scary place. Got out my little sandy, my little uh, my little vibrating sander. What do they call those things? Vibrating sanders? Um, I don't know what type you're yeah, talking just, about. Random just, orbital? No, no, it wasn't the random orbital. Just the... Oh, uh, they just call that hand sander. The square hand, sheet, one yeah, third square yeah, sheet. Yeah. Yeah. Got that out and, and sanded down my, my outdoor table to put... You know, just, nice. It, it has probably had about 100 coats of oil on it. Nice. What do you use? Tea coil. Tea coil. Yeah, great. And I was looking at the other day. I was just going, no, oh, this, this, no, it, it can't take another coat. So I got out the sander, mm. about four rounds from coarse right down medium down to fine. Beautiful finish on it. Put some new oil on. Oh. It looks better than new, doesn't it? It does. I love that process. I was, I was in shock. Yeah. It's absolute, absolute shock. And I was also in absolute shock at, at how, with the hand sander, how easy it was. Well, that's interesting because I would have thought that a hand sander, by its very nature, the fact it vibrates rather than rotates, would take longer than a random orbital. Mm. And a random orbital, I mean, we had, I haven't done it on the current one, I'll explain that one in a minute, but um, on the last one, ours was an eight-seater, and it used to take me probably about an hour and a half to do the table itself. Okay. Yeah, it, it took me about an hour to do the oh, table. Okay, yeah. so that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it took about an hour. Blimey. 
And and the reason, because I was thinking random orbital, maybe palm sander. Oh, not a palm, a hand a sander, palm, palm sander. sander. I was there think, we go. So I was thinking maybe I need to get the belt sander. Mm, they're uh, quite they're, aggressive. Uh, they are. It's like, uh, then I thought the random orbital, but then I was just thinking the grain, and I thought the random orbital with the grain. I like the idea that I could just go with the grain. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I mean, it's a table. Is really, it teak? Yeah. It must be teak. Yeah, yeah. Well, if it's teak, no, it'll handle it just fine. Yeah. There's no issue there whatsoever. Uh, what I would say with a random orbital is um, the main issue with those is because you've got um, the oh come on, what's the what's the attachment method that you've um, uh, that you've got for getting the pads onto the actual? Oh yeah. yeah what's it? The um, yeah, no, right. Okay, yeah. that one. The peel off. The, <laughs> the peel off. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that um, you find that those die over time. Oh. And what I had to do in the end was... Oh, that's right. You bought a box of them, right? I did. And I had to get them off eBay. And every year or two, I need another four-pack to work. Because <laughs> right. I also, as you know, have been um, flat out this weekend sanding the shed. And I got through... Actually, I only got through like six six discs in the end Okay, um, on mine. But it was a it was a heck of a job. I mean, my, I was five hours, I think, just on five the sanding sanding stage. Yeah, yeah. Well, it'd be thirteen months. You know, we've been talking about it for thirteen well, I, I, months. Is, is it done? Because I did see it posted up on Instagram. Yes, and I, I thought it was looking at Home and Garden, a, a page at a Home and Garden. Well, did you notice that there was only one picture there? Yes, I did. Did you notice that the other was on the front side? Yes, I did. Did you imagine? I wonder what's going on on the back side. I did ask that question. Okay, well, so the truth actually is, no, it's not totally finished, but I'm ridiculously ah, okay. close. Okay, how many hours? Because you had four hours, now you must be down. Well, no, if you imagine, I have four hours, but that was before all the refinishing. So I went oh, back out to it, yeah. and I looked at it and thought, mm, okay, I'm not sure that this will reliably get through another summer. So, and if I deal with it now, right. then it basically means that I'll be in a much better position. So that was, yeah, five hours of sanding. And then with Ruby, we took about two hours to um, to get the preservative on it. So that was, yeah, that was the first day. In fact, no, that's the second day. And the first, uh, the first day I spent probably about another three of the four hours to get uh, the rest of the trims on. And actually, I replaced a couple as well. It just worked. Just gone bad? Quite, or just, well, just no, it's more, right. it just didn't look right. It is, you've got to accept the fact that it's a process when you're doing something custom. Yeah. And sometimes when you look at it again, or you've just worked through some more of the areas, you realize you could have done that better. Yeah. So I took a few off, remade them, and, um, and various bits like that. So there was a little bit of extra there. So all I've got left, in effect, is I need to cut down a one piece of roof felt, I need to put one trim on. Oh. And I need to put the center um, uh, roof section. I need to just put another piece of roof felt down that middle. And that's okay. me done. And then you're done. Yeah. So I've got to probably about an hour's worth of work. That's um, great. Oh, I, I had ah, an hour's ah. worth of work until actually last night's dog walk when I took another look at the, <laughs> at the shed and realized that the two coats of uh, preservative that I put on had soaked in entirely. So I actually need at least another one, if not two. What are you using for preservative? What are you putting on? Uh, I am using, um, it's just a, um, a kind of a, a standard, is it Cooperinol that I use in the end? Or um, just one moment, let me just grab my, my so phone. So I, I was in, I was, look. I was, you know, what, what really grabbed my attention was, it's fine. Ah. Oh, go ahead. Saddling. Oh. Yeah, saddling this time. Um, which, why, why did you choose that as opposed to? Because I want something that will, uh, will actually penetrate. 
And that's the issue. I don't really want a varnish because a varnish in UV normally goes cloudy. Yeah. And then looks yeah. all a bit naff. Uh, whereas this is actually uh, penetrating as it goes. Um, as it is, um, thinking about it, this is what I used last time as well. And I got to 13 months. But I think I did two coats last time. I've put another two coats on it this time. And I think it needs at least another one, if not two. Wow. But saying that, I was determined this time, to, because I knew I was going to be tight on time yeah. again, I was determined <laughs> this time to use what I had in the garage. So it actually uh, went off with a really short nap uh, roller. Oh. Yeah, which is not oh. ideal. No, I, was, I, I mean, that's the opposite of what we've ever talked about. Yeah, exactly. So really, I wanted a long nap, but... Um, that was all that I had. So we were dipping very, uh, very rapidly. But, you know, the most lovely thing about it all was that Ruby, my seven, now seven-year-old... Ah, she's getting she, old. Yeah, she decided that she wanted to come and help, which is always lovely. And I thought, right, ten minutes of this, and um, she'll, she'll have uh, done the experience, and off yeah, she went. Yeah. Anyway, she did the whole thing with me, two hours. What, what did she like about it? What, what grabbed her and kept her there? I, I honestly think it was just a combination of a new skill, which yeah. she's really up for. And also, it, because it's a project with Daddy, it's just uh, it's something that she yeah. she's naturally loves to do. And I just absolutely adore having her there when we're doing it. So if you've got her, so, if you've got her learning how to roll, stain, She's or very paint, good at it now. Yeah, like you know? learning at this age. But it was hilarious, because obviously with <laughs> yeah. her height, yeah, um, she's, she's doing the middle section. She doesn't want to bend down low, and she doesn't want to reach too high. So we had this middle strip that was done, with obviously the odd bit that was missed here and there. So I'd be doing the tops and the bottoms, and then sort of back over the middle again. Why, why didn't she want to bend so, down? I don't know. We didn't, I didn't really mind, because yeah, yeah. at the end of the day, just she, I just want to keep her entertained. And, yeah. and that's half half of the trick of a project, isn't it? With the short nap, did, so, she, did she end up wearing, and did you end up wearing quite a bit of splatter or not really uh no actually it splatters less you find because you don't have that rotational force in the same way but you just can't get as much on so that might be the reason why i now need to give it at least another one coat um maybe two so i'm going to try and grab oh another thing i i do as well on these is um i use a radiator roller rather than the full-size roller radiator okay so a little short one it gives you a it gives you more control uh, which is great and secondly the wastage is 10 times less if you do it that way so and and literally the way that I'm doing it is uh, with a one gallon drum and literally directly into oh, the right into, into the, the drum. drum. Yeah, I don't even bother with a roller. So no little paint tray where you're no you're squeegeeing. That's off. for internal. If you're doing yeah, internal yeah. or you're doing an oil based paint. Uh, oh, actually, no. If you're doing like a gloss or something like that, then I would use use that to get it a much more even coat. If it's exterior, and um, I would just literally go for it at the speed of light and try and get as much on as you you possibly can, and then just even it out as you go. What about spillage on the ground as you're pulling out that? Yeah, a little, little bit. Roller. But yeah. again, I'm on I'm on stone, and that that stone is soon going to get sand on it, and you won't really notice. And okay. it wasn't that dramatic anyway. So oh, nice. It was um, it was a nice simple way of doing it. But um, yeah, yeah. It's, and what's it, going on on the backside of the the shed? The backside, well, all of the walls are done. It all got sanded, all the walls were done. And again, um, I redid some um, some of the trim uh, that I'd done previously, put a whole load of additional lawn, put the initial coats uh, of preservative on that as well. And um, so pretty pretty happy with that on the whole. But again, um, there is just that, that little bit extra to do to, to get it where it, exactly where it needs to be. But I, I really, I'm really happy with the end result. And it was lovely. Actually, see, it's something that, um, you know, working on that shed, Something that you don't really talk about too often is um, your memories of DIY. That's you know that's a big one because yeah, I is. think as we as as you kind of you know hit your thirties and forties and then and onwards, everyone's got that 
DIY project that they worked on with, you know, early, early on, fresh out of school yeah. or in high school or in grade school with their parents, maybe not. And they would learn some stuff and yeah. it's a memory you take with you. Oh, absolutely. But I, I mean, I'm constantly going back to those <laughs> memories of working with my dad, yeah. but to now have worked with my father-in-law and my daughter on this shed makes uh-huh. it quite a special shed or not. You can't get rid so, of this shed. This shed's not going anywhere. No, absolutely not. I and mean, it's something <laughs> bizarrely I'm, I'm quite emotional about. So over a shed, can you believe it? But it's um, it's been wonderful. And you know what? If I was doing it again, I know it's been a long time, 13 months, but that's the way to do it. Yeah. If you're confident that you're not going to lose the overall enthusiasm for something, spreading it out, taking, yeah, spreading it out, so taking your time and deciding each time what you're actually going to get done and yeah. get, getting it done. And then also allowing yourself the time not to be, get too stressed about it. And I think the fact that you... This is the big problem that so many people will be listening going, oh, I start a project and they're thinking to themselves, I start a project and it doesn't finish. But in this case, you've got 13 months where you've thought about it, you've worked on it and you keep coming back to it piece by piece. It's just the never ending story. Do you remember that episode that we did with Jack, uh, Jack Foe? Yes. He was the, yeah. um, uh, the wonderful fitness guy, yeah, who, thanks to him, you know, I'm now at a, a stable, happy weight. Oh, wonderful. One of the points that he kept making when he, we, so we're supposed to do our 10,000 steps a day. Yeah. One of the points that he kept making was the fact that you didn't manage it on one particular day, all, all yeah. that you can do now is, is, is pick it up again and keep going. Exactly. If you think about that from a maintenance perspective and you look at, look at whatever it is that's not finished as a failure, at that point, it, it, it's done. Yeah. You have been beaten by it, and it will keep beating you on a daily yeah. basis. If instead you're spending a little bit of time just to think about what, how you want to do it, what you want to do differently, yeah. then, then you're not beaten by it. You're just taking a hiatus. It's totally different. Yeah. And um, Natalie always takes the mix. She, in fact, she's extremely supportive, I've got to say, over the, um, over the shed and the, um, the project. And bless her, she came out halfway through with a, um, a bit of a pie and a, a bit of a drink, which nice. is great. Yeah, it was lovely. Nice. And, and the chat about it. But one of the things that she always said throughout the project was, you spend more time standing there looking at it than actually doing anything. <laughs> Yes. But that is a critical part of DIY because yeah. that's what saves the the errors, yeah. which is just to think. And, and, you know, quite often it was, oh, I, I could do this bit better. So why don't I? Because there's no real time project on this. Well, uh, so why lot, don't I strip it off and give it another go? A lot of DIY is learning as you go. Absolutely. And, and that's the fun of it. Yeah. And, you know, and sure, there are some folks who are doing DIY who are professionals and this is their task and they've got all sorts of talent, yeah. but there's a lot of us doing DIY that, you know, we're learning as we go and we're going to make some mistakes and it's a slow process and it's, it's very much, as you said, a, a learning process. It is. And you know, these days I don't actually get to do that much um, <laughs> DIY myself. So I am yeah. relearning quite a lot of the skills and, cool. and all this kind of stuff. And, and most importantly, I'm doing it with my daughter, yeah. which is just so wonderful. It's, it's family bonding. Yeah, it is. It is. It was, it was just brilliant to do. Uh, but the next project is is definitely upon us because uh-oh, uh-oh. the new – so uh, let's just take a step back a, a moment. We were talking – we started off talking about teak, uh, teak oiling and all that kind yeah, of yeah, stuff here. Yeah. Yeah. So I had the most wonderful uh, table and um, eight chairs. That, that you painted um, white. No, no. Oh, no, no, the, the bar white. That, okay, oh, the that, bar. One, that one died of death. Oh, but that's okay. another story. Okay. Uh, so, no, the, uh, the dining table and chairs I had for probably – six seven years i think uh-huh. and i bought it from ace hardware in the days oh. where ace hardware had teak stuff in and they didn't for a very very long time 
And every year or two, I would sun the whole thing down, re-teke it, and away we went. And I thought at the end of um, at the end, we, I wanted something that was a little bit bigger because we are nine when the the in laws come over, including my mother in law now, and uh, so eight is just a it's not. I wanted a ten. I really wanted a yeah. ten. So I had literally just done the teak oiling, ready for another season on the uh, on the table. Walked into Ace Hardware looking for something completely different, and there was this. Amazing 10-seater teak uh, unit, yeah. and it was on special offer. Yeah, Job done. Yeah. I signed on the dotted line there and then. And I then came to need to sell my old one. Right. So as I normally do, I went on Dubizzle and I looked around for um, any that were there. There was nothing. <laughs> There's absolutely nothing whatsoever. People, people don't no, get rid of them? No teak, or alternatively, there was stuff that was just destroyed from yeah. people who'd done nothing since the day they bought it. So I thought, right, well, in which case, I'm going to make up my own price. So I did, which was exactly what I paid for it when it was brand new seven years earlier, plus a little bit for delivery, which we would be able to arrange. So I'm now able to deliver it, and it looked phenomenal. Anyway, took me a day, somebody came over, gave me my asking price, and away we went. And it was just nuts (laughs) for a seven-year-old table. How does that work? I know, and it was was done, job done. Well, if you imagine, you can't even buy it preserved and ready to go. And to get that richness that's that's in it, and to see the grain. You know, the grain is yeah. just key to teak. It's absolutely wonderful. Anyway, and then Natalie basically decided that on the new table, I wasn't allowed to put the teak oil on because she wants um, the uh, the teak to mellow okay. and to go to more of a grey colour this yeah, time yeah, around. I than, get that. Yeah, than you see that on cruise boats sometimes. Yeah. And you know it's it's a it's one of two ways. You either like the highly finished teak, yes, or you like the weathered teak. Okay, so I like the highly finished teak. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> However, as you well know, I am not the deciding factor. Yeah, yeah, here. Well, there's you know there's got to be give and take. Right. <laughs> so. We finally got to the discussion um, over the weekend that uh, this, this? Is, is this weathered enough for you? Uh huh. And um, and she's like, mm, yeah, it's just starting to look a bit scrappy. I was like, oh, right. So now you've said scrappy. Now it's too late for me to recover this to the way that I'd like to recover it. So I need to deal with what we've got at this stage. So the next project is going to be try and work out whether a light sand will keep the kind of percentage of grey that she's comfortable with whilst getting rid of There's a little bit of mould on it as well. So oh. I'm probably going to need to do It's not mould mould. Yeah, it's just kind of a little bit just, black in places. Right. So I've got to get that all done, and um, and then hopefully get it um, suitably um, preserved. I'm not going to use teak oil this time. Um, well, I'm slightly worried because it does give it that orangey tinge, oh, which true, is so. what she doesn't particularly like. Yeah. And when you put that on grade teak, mm. it goes a kind of weird colour. Right. So, so what are you going to use? I'm actually I've got I've got a preservative that I used on the inside of the shed. Uh huh. Now, the thing was, with the inside of the shed, because I, I A, knew that it wasn't going to be uh, exposed to too much of a degree, and secondly, again, seems like a story of my life, I was short on time, <laughs> I cracked open the, um, the sprayer, and I literally I sprayed the whole thing. Okay, pause that for a second. That's a great way to do it. Going back mm. to your, yeah, okay, well, well, yeah, except you get it everywhere, but going back Wastage. to- Wastage. Oh, huge like amount. Three to four times the amount of brushing. Yikes. Yeah. Going back to the table. Yeah. And it's getting that weathered look. Could you not get your super duper pressure washer out and just wash the life out of that thing to... I'm going to try that first. That's that might exactly, actually, that might exactly actually work. 
a really, really good idea. If I'm honest, that might just be the right thing to do and then leave it. Yeah. Because it's not kind of got that even. If she's going for that grey look, it's not really got the even grey look at the moment. It's right. kind of in that that middle yeah. position. So Pressure I think she's... Yeah, and also thinking about it the, the more and more, um, it's also, I think, that it's just kind of the mouldy bits that have put her off. Yeah. And if she's going for the look, let's go for the look. Um, a little so, light, but, you know, and a little fine sanding might just be all it needs. Pressure wash, fine sand, yeah. there you go. Yeah, maybe. But then again, I, if I'm going to sand, I prefer to sand and then finish. Right. Um, so I might just pressure wash it for now and leave it for this season, yeah. get through the summer because we've got a, an awesome cover for it. Oh, good. And then maybe start in, maybe start in October-ish and around there. Yeah. Guess what else? What else? I have ordered the bed. Really? Yeah. Well, so most of the bed. Obviously, not all the bed. Where's the fun the in that? You got the frame? I've, well, I've ordered the frame, so Jamera Carpenter are doing that okay. for us. Um, so, so you looked and looked and looked and looked. This is, this is the irony, right? You want to go and find a bed, like chairs. There's all sorts of places to find beds until you realize, well, there's really not. The variety's not there. And then ultimately, nine times out of ten, you have to settle for something which yeah. isn't really what you want well the issue for us was um and i think i mentioned before that we we have the dogs that basically yeah. if they're outside of our room they just scream the house down all night so they now have their own beds in our room which they're fine in until like two o'clock three o'clock in the morning <laughs> and then they, they come up to sleep in the middle of us so currently we've got the biggest bed that's going for um a, well you know standard bed it's a 180 180 width well i ain't gonna work with two well Rolo's a bit chubby, let's be honest. He's a bit chubby. Bless him. And um, Paddington just wants to sit on your head no matter what. <laughs> these are these are medium-sized dogs. Yes, That's they small. are. Yeah. Sit on your head. Yeah, he did that this morning at 5 a.m. I mean, come on. I realised the other day he's only nine months old still. And it feels like he's like five. It's been with us for so long, but he's nine months old, bless him. And he's not learning. He's just not learning whatsoever. So... Um, where was I? Oh yeah, so the width is really important. So what do you what do you do? And you you're making a custom. You've got three mattresses on this thing. And, and I'll so I could have gone from a one eighty to two hundred. Two hundred width is the maximum you can get here as a standard That's a size. Bed. That's a big bed. Yeah, but think about twenty centimeters. Yeah. That's not enough, really. If yeah. if, if we're going to do this, then we need more than that. So I decided that two twenty is the right size. Well, it turns out that you can actually get custom mattresses made here. You can? For sensible money. Like the same kind of money. I've never heard of that being done. Yeah. Who's making custom mattresses? Intercoil, these guys? No, no, it's not. It is the mattress souk. I think. Is there, really? One second. The mattress suit. I, I have never heard. I mean, obviously, then you've got to get custom sheets made and custom okay, bed so covers. Okay, so this is where it gets all, all quite... Because um, there's quite a bit of custom now involved. Yes. <laughs> um, so... What we kind of got to was we have to do, and you know, this is where it gets a little bit more, um, a little bit more crazy. Because, <laughs> oh, the mattress store, actually, the mattress store, which is the, the guys who are—they're in a lot of the um, a lot of the main malls here. Okay, um, and what they basically said was, we make them here in the UAE anyway, and on that basis, it doesn't actually make much difference to us what size we're making. Huh. So therefore, we will literally just, cost-wise, if you want to go wider, we will just pro-rata our standard rate up to the, the, the kind of size and square meterage that your, wow. your mattress is going to be. That's so, incredible. Yeah. And then pre-Christmas, we spoke to them. I then spoke to them post-Christmas. Didn't mention the pre-Christmas conversation. Got another thousand dirhams off. So I was happy with that. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so that is the mattress sorted. 
So next we've got the frame, which we're yeah. doing at Jamera Car- uh, Carpenter. Which these guys are brilliant. They are incredible. And they're also doing us the two uh, side units as well. Nice. And uh, bless them. What kind know, of wood are you using for, for these things? A, a lot of it's going to be oak, actually. Ooh, so the brief to them was, was quite simple, which is we do want to paint it. So therefore, if we don't need to use oak, then don't use oak. But I need yeah. something that's going to last a minimum of 20 years with my weight. Right. And sometimes I do like to do a few aerial maneuvers. <laughs> Nothing kinky. <laughs> But I do like to do a couple of aerial manoeuvres on the way into bed, back from the bathroom. Let's fly. So plan on that. So we, we And also the mattress that we've got is 34 centimetres high, so it's, it's a bit of a beast as well. Yeah, yeah. So, and they said, look, don't even think about slats. So we've got like a 22 mil um, uh, base that's, uh, that's underneath it to support the whole thing with a whole load of extra reinforcement. Wow. So, yeah, I think we could drive a car over this without too many problems. The slats are, the slats are a very common IKEA element. Yeah, they are. And uh, to be fair, I have blown all of the... Um, I'm, they, I'm they on about a third set. They inevitably break. Yeah. So, <laughs> and, and it's usually when someone does the aerial maneuver, and then you hear... I've <laughs> gone straight through. No, I've been right the way through a set, which is quite something. It was, it was, I, mean, I was so impressed by the maneuver, because I really did get airborne, but I went straight through. Oh, man. Yeah, so obviously there's only one thing you can do in that situation, which is a lot of them actually went off and then through that way yeah, rather than yeah. broke. So obviously Natalie's half the weight of me, so I had to steal the ones that were on her side and stick the half broken ones on theirs because it's never going to work for her. It's never going to be an yeah. issue for her, is it? Yeah. And, um, and then actually she worked it out like about uh, a couple of days later, which was uh, an enjoyable argument. I enjoyed that discussion. <laughs> So, we've now got mattress plus frame. Uh-huh. Okay, there are a few elements that we're missing here. So, pillows are fine, we've got all that. But the main issues were, what do you do about a duvet yeah, and sure. duvet covers? Yeah, yeah. What do you do? Because now you need custom made. Yeah. Well, or, well, you know, you know we, we wisened up years ago. Yeah. Not too many years ago, but years ago, a few years back. We were in Prague. And we were staying at a, a hotel in Prague, beautiful hotel in Prague. Lovely. And it was, it was Soviet era style, but, but, you know, modernized. But the thing had, you know, two foot thick walls. Wow. There was no noise from that's, outside. That's so you couldn't hear the screaming. You could, you could hear nothing. And it was, it was really off-putting, actually, because it, you needed white noise. It was just uh, nothing. It was, wow. But the interesting thing was on the beds, they had duvets. Mm. They had one for each side. So they were folded over kind of things. And, and so my wife and I lived through that for our little vacation. And we kind of went, you know what? She's often cold. I'm often hot. I like to kick yeah. off the cover. She likes to keep them on. There's no it's trying to. So we've moved to the two duvets on our bed. Routine. Natalie suggested this as well. I love it. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a great idea. But then at the end of the day, I think this is one of those things that, as a couple, you should have to put up with. (laughs) Otherwise, what what have you got to talk about? If it's not about arguing about a duvet or the dogs or the kids. You don't need to have all of the things to argue about. You can just eliminate one. It sounds like there's too much harmony in your household for my liking. So I just point blank refused. I said, no. And it's very rare that I get to put my foot down, and that's the accepted scenario. So, so if, if Natalie went with a no, that means she really didn't want it either. She just thought she'd throw that idea out there. Oh, I didn't even think of that. You yeah, know, that's was, really good. She was just playing you. Oh, man, not again. <laughs> anyway, what so, we came up with was... Custom made. There is a size... No. Oh, no. There is a size called Emperor. 
I've never heard of the emperor size. Neither had I. <laughs> Until a little internet search to try and get me out of custom-made prices. Where do you even buy an emperor size? It's the UK, as it turns out. Oh, okay. Mind you, they're a bit out of stock at the moment, so okay. it might be a while. Which, considering we're on a timer now, like a four-week timer on the, uh, the frame... I can get the mattress made in four days. Well, don't the people who make the mattresses also have a line on the people who make the rest of the stuff that goes with them? Oh, James, be serious. (laughs) You'd just think. It'd be like a natural side business for them. Yeah. Well, the only thing that we have to custom make, therefore, is the fitted sheets. We could go flat sheet, but it's a pain in the neck, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, no one likes us. No. So, I think I've got... That is worked out now um, with another supplier. But, uh, and then uh, we put mattress protected down. It isn't, we're not incontinent yet, but we could be yeah, by yeah, the time yeah, at the end of this. Yeah. And more importantly, the dogs are incontinent. <laughs> so on that basis, we'll try and save all of them. So, I can just hear that come. Is that you? That's he, not me. He that did, you? That's not me. He did that oh. this morning. Oh, no. And we were like, oh, come on. And he gives you that little puppy dog face. Oh, I'm only, I'm only nine months old. For goodness sake, Rolo never did this. Yeah. Anyway, that's all different. Discussion. This is the dog that sits on your head. Yes. Could it be is. mildly incontinent as yes. well. Yeah. The things you put up with for the little cuties. Now, uh, so basically, the elements, I'm just waiting to hear back to find out whether or not the outfit that has the Emperor. Uh, duvet covers that are out of stock can a get them in stock and secondly can do the rest of the custom work so i can go all with one supplier and then i can order everything that would be nice make my life a lot easier and shipping a lot more reasonable so what's plan b if you can't get the emperor sized duvet and then we have to go to for other emperor size but everybody when you go kind of to these sizes there's no one in country that makes emperor size no how can that be it is Uh, um, the the problem that you find is that anybody this is the land of custom made stuff. Yeah, I know, but then the, when it comes to custom made, I don't really want to have to go, you know, the way you do your shirts, where it's sourcing all materials yeah, myself okay. and all that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. So a lot of the custom made stuff they want to stick to plain colours, which is fine. Right. But you know, Natalie wants some kind of prints on it, and okay, she was happy that. with the stuff from um, these guys, which are Victoria Linen, by the way, VictoriaLinen.co.uk. What, what's the thread count on these things, by the way? Uh, and they're not they're not crazy actually. It's only kind of the four hundred six hundred mark, okay. so n- nothing right. nothing dramatic really. Um, I, I bought a, a just on a side note. I bought a, a fitted sheet to put over my hot tub just because I thought it would be nice as a little you know a little breaker. Fifty four thread count. Wow, <laughs> still going? Yes, nice. It's, it's, it's kind of at fifty four thread count. It's it's basically burlap. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, I think at the end of the day, <laughs> fifty-four thread count. Is yeah, that? I was. I'm, I'm kind of not that fussed from a, a thread count perspective, okay. and, and more of it was if we're having to custom make it, we don't want failures, right? So therefore, that was kind of the logic and, that went behind. And you it. probably got to double up too. I mean, you, well, you might not need the duvet, but you're going to need a couple. Oh yeah, covers absolutely. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's going to go eventually. Yes, of course. So that's that's very much where we are, yeah. and fingers crossed that kind of um, that kind of sorts it. The other morning, I'm taking the dogs out for the dog out for his run. Yeah, and I, I was thinking of you because there was a maintenance guy for one of the you know villa compounds close to me mm. standing out on the curb outside. They have zero plants watering the pavement. Oh yes, <laughs> I was just I, I just I really I chuckled. It's at that moment that you're just like you know what, what's what, what, actually going on. Yeah, here? what are you doing here? 
Are you just being paid, <laughs> and therefore you need something to do? So here's here's another interesting one, and I, I, I want to get your take on it. So I, I'm not going to James. Be, am I about to explode? Uh, yes, I'm not going to mention any names. And I'm going to try and disguise this as much as possible because the person in question lives rather close to me. Now, whether or not this person listens to the podcast, I don't know. I've never mentioned that to do a podcast. It's highly likely that they do. <laughs> yeah, they just don't. everybody does. Don't they? That's what <laughs> yeah, you told that's, me. That's, everyone's listening. Come on, thirty-eight thousand downloads. Come on, nice. we're, we're rocking. That you know, actually on YouTube, I was checking out the YouTube stats mm. this morning. Thirty uh, hold on, uh, no, nine hundred and eighty-one hours of watching content from us. That's awesome. In the last twenty-eight days, blimey! That's, that's what rude. I said. I said we're we're more popular than Netflix. <laughs> Not in our house. I'll tell you what, it's Yellowstone at the moment. Oh, Natalie's watching. What season are you up to? I'm not. Be serious, James. Why I don't, you watch, I don't watch that stuff. That, that's great. That's a great show. Well, I see. I really enjoy just coming in and going, where are the zombies? <laughs> yeah, it's all Natalie ever watches. And then all oh. of a sudden there's no zombies. Oh, I'm no, like, no. Is, are you all right? Is she watching also 1834 or 1886? I haven't got a clue. Ask her if she's watching the prequel prequel to Yellowstone. Oh. Oh, no. That's worth watching, too. That's even better. Right. Well, she hasn't well, finished it's, Yellowstone it's, yet. it's not better. It's different. Yellowstone. Oh. The, the, I'm just thinking without spoilers. This is no spoiler because, you know, Natalie might, but you'll mention this to her. Yeah. The end, I, I, so I, I can't remember if it's where I, what season we just finished, what season's just ending now. So whatever it is, the third, let's say it's the second season to the third season or third to fourth. You know, I should probably do some research before mm. we talk about this. But the way one season ends, it picks up exactly at that point in the next season. Probably the best 22 minutes of TV I've watched in years. Well, you know why that is, which is they obviously <laughs> filmed them back to back and I'm like, yeah. I can't afford any more yeah. sets, so we'll have to start from here. Just, oh, it was amazing. It was amazing. It's just, just fantastic. You and Natalie have very similar taste I can to see this. Comes yeah. To, yeah. Um, Zombies and Yellowstone. And instead, I stick to YouTube car videos. <laughs> I live <laughs> for go. YouTube car videos. There you go. Well, it works quite well because we can be happily in the same room. Yeah. And actually, that's, well, I'm about to paint this in a very bad light. And, <laughs> The actual reality is we are quite weird in terms of the way as a family uh, uh, things organized. Coming from the guy who's ordered the emperor size mattress and covers. We're kind of weird. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think everyone's gone. Also, the kind of... So I get home from work and then... So I get home normally about 6.30. Okay. Uh, then immediately, bless her, Natalie has, has, has got a meal ready for me. Wow, so I, I'll, eat, I'll eat immediately. Do you guys it, eat as a family, like everyone? Or no, you get home, the kids have already eaten. Exactly. Kids and Natalie have already eaten together. And, okay. uh, I'm back later, so um, so I'll eat separately. And does she sit there and watch you eat? No. Okay. With the kids, watching something on telly. Okay. Garbage, always. Yeah. And then straight and after that, no, not with the kids. <laughs> yeah. Gee whiz. Uh, so straight after that, I walk the dogs. Okay. So I'm then back uh, normally at about 7.30 having done all of that, by which time they're already upstairs. And as a family, we then have an hour or so okay. of um, watching telly. And the rules are, because it's, it's actually in our room, the rules are it must be something that the whole family wants to watch. So Pokemon is totally out there, uh. out the equation. But also, I want something that's actually going to either teach them something or yeah. alternatively is going to uh, foster an interest. Fraggle Rock? No. Uh, <laughs> Have you ever watched Fraggle Rock? I remember Fraggle Rock from it's, back in the day. It's been rebooted. No. Yes. 
Well, at the moment, we're doing the Great Pottery Throwdown, oh. which is awesome. Oh, British yeah. series. Yeah. And um, um, we're really enjoying that. And uh, to see, you know, Ruby is ridiculously creative anyway, uh-huh. but just the kind of discussions that come up as a result is just magic. So that's that hour, okay. right? But the problem is, because the dogs are waking us up at 5 a.m. every morning... <laughs> One of them being incontinent, like yeah, sit on your head. We're absolutely yeah. utterly bushed by about 8.30. So yeah. Natalie is normally asleep by 9. Uh-huh. And if I make it to 9.45, having watched my car video, it's, it's quite something. Yeah. So this is the oddity of how our evenings are. So I don't actually have that slot, really, to watch hours of Yellowstone at the moment. And if I did, I would probably be watching car videos instead. They they drive pickups. It's not the same, though, is it? (laughs) It's a big ram. And they put a cowboy hat on. I'm kind of done. Yeah, Yeah, cowboy hat. That's pretty good. No. There, there, there is a an episode. So whatever the final season is right now that we're up to, and I don't know. That's Mm -hmm. not it's irrelevant it's just but they've got the guys doing rodeo but they're they're doing the the you know they're roping steers and they're they're doing the and i I don't know what's called some the rodeo folks are going to come at me here where essentially with the horse yeah and the cowboy they're 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 going back and forth with their horse to to direct this calf in some direction yeah Ab, so it, and I'm, I'm watching it. The horse does all the work, and yeah. the, the cowboy on that horse is looking, and he's just you know subtle movements of his hand, and back and forth, back and forth. And the guy's not moving; he's not breaking the sweat. But these horses are just. I'm watching. You know, these it's it's, it's amazing. It's just yeah, the skill, the yeah. skill to be able to let the horse do all that and not be terrified mm. is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. it's art. Same with polo horses, I yeah, as well. Kind of like, yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, they are yeah. talented, talented animals. Aren't so they? back, to, back to this person who decided that they wanted to put in electric doors for their villa, for the garage, you know, for the car. Oh, okay, yeah, feasible so far. Yeah, yeah, okay, feasible. So, so this is interesting. So they, you know, they talk to their landlord, and the landlord says, you know, I, 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 really, I don't know if we want to do that. And so they, they come up with a 50-50 routine. And the, the person says, I'll get all the stuff, but you guys you know, chip in half and then whatever. So I say, okay, that sounds interesting. And, and of course, my wife's looking at me going, why wouldn't you just get out of your car and open the door? Mm. <laughs> so, but it gets better because one door slide, you know, opens inwards, as you would have it, yeah. and the other door slides what? So, yeah. So the the door for the this carport area is not two doors opening whatever way. One opens inwards and one slides. So suddenly you need two mechanisms. All right? Why? <laughs> I feel like going around there and punching them in the face. That's not right. You can't do that. Yeah. So, so anyway, so the the person in question is working on this and they decide when they're in Europe, they are going to buy the mechanisms. So they do. And they've got a mechanism, I guess, that's a hinged opening thing yeah. inwards, which is weird, but the door opens inwards, so okay. that's going to be fun. And then they've got one that with the track that's going to push the door to the side. You know, goes. And they bought these new. They bought the mechanisms and all the stuff new in Europe. They bring it back to Dubai, and what's the first thing you do? You think, okay, 
because my suggestion is maybe get the door guy to come. Ah, you know, I've, I've got a guy. Oh, God. So, <laughs> so the guy shows up three weeks ago, and the guy shows up in his blacked-out Toyota Corolla with quite a bit of hardware in the trunk, the boot, and they start working at about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And I'm thinking, okay, yeah, it's 2 o'clock. I say, yeah, we've got to do this, got to install stuff. I hear drills going. I smell the burning of a drill. You know, I, I mean, I'm, and I'm just going, oh, this is, and I hear chip, 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 chip. So the tracks are going on and things, and drill burns out. And then I notice, you know, it's getting pretty late. It's getting dark. I still hear everything going, and, and I'm looking out, and there's a, you know, one LED light hanging off of an extension cord lighting up where people are working and, uh, you know, getting stuff put in. And, and then it's like three weeks later and the car's still parked outside. So I see that and I say, what's, uh, what's going on? Well, we've kind of got it all going, but now I need to call back to the HQ in Europe where I bought all this stuff just to make sure we get the wiring right for the motors. And, I'm going, <laughs> and, and instantly I'm thinking, A, how many motors you got? B, what are you running this into? And C, should, you, you need to get a professional. <laughs> this is, okay, so the start point for this is, why did they feel the need to do two separate mechanisms which would therefore have two... I guess because the doors move in two different ways. One opens and one slides. I know, but why? No, I understand yeah. why they needed it, but why did they feel a need to do it like that? Yeah. Because it makes no sense. You replace the door, put two openers. Just Yeah. I, I mean, that's the obvious one. You just literally do, do one yeah. door, one motor, and yeah, it'll be more expensive over the short term, but... Yeah. Power-wise and reliability-wise, it's an utter no-brainer. Well, the reliability, because all I'm thinking is when they finally get this working, oh, it's going to break. Yeah, um, but again, th- that's one of the big problems that people people have here, which is, oh, I can get that in Europe. Yeah. Well, no, you can't get the spares in Europe, can you? No. Or when you need it, when your cars are stuck inside, yeah. you'll be looking at a three-week lead time at best, and that's assuming you've got everything lined up ready to go yeah. before getting it over here. If not, you want it quick? Yeah, no problem, sir. Oh, air freight. <laughs> well, enjoy that one. But I, 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 the fact that the vehicles, you know, and I see pieces of it are all there, and it looks like it's all ready to go. The fact that they haven't figured out the wiring for the motors. Well, they. The, this is where it gets very, very odd because the way these are all designed is to take a standard two forty volt input yeah. if it is from Europe. Okay, and the way that, in fact, the way that we did it for the um, for the uh, new office was we didn't even bother with the conversation with the supplier beforehand before we relayed the cable yeah. exterior grade cable this time to uh, to go from the power source to where yeah. the gate location is with a whole bunch of additional coils so that whatever right. the final termination was 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 required but it's a standard 240 volt single phase yeah. cable we that we use and should, away you go it's, should be it's easy. as easy as it gets yeah so the fact that he has decided to delve into the motor and the motor wiring means he stuffed it before he even began. Yeah. And there was a really easy way of, of doing this. They're all the same that way. I I, and the, the other thing that got me curious is, is there parity between the two systems that are going to, one that's opening and one that's sliding? Definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> no, there'll be a completely independent. Two remotes. Yeah, no, it will be two remotes. Without, they won't yeah. be talking to each other. It's not, it's yeah. not really feasible. Oh, I just thought this is a mess. It is a mess. I mean, the idea is great, 
but it's a mess. And and like I said, it's three weeks. It's, they're still not in there. Stuff's attached, but they're. I've got to say though, we've got our garage door. Um, How's yours going? Because you had yeah, we had to replace the springs on it probably yeah. about uh, four or five months ago, and then uh, as well, there was a control box issue where oh, the remotes yeah. just weren't working particularly well. Yeah. Hamza, bless him, sorted oh, it. For does, does he do? Peanuts. Does he do that stuff too? No, he doesn't. But, but he's got bless a guy. him. If I call him, <laughs> <laughs> he'll find a guy who uh, just came and replaced the, uh, the the main control unit for it. Um, but the problem is, it is the slowest garage door you've oh. ever seen. And when Safe I got though. the guys, yeah, well, <laughs> when I got the guys over, they said, oh, yeah, yeah, it's well known as being that slow. <laughs> oh, so it's not dying. That's a shame. Oh, well, we've got a new one for 4,000 if you want. It's much quicker. Mm, oh. I'll survive it. But it's every single morning, every single it. night, and it's just like, really? <laughs> and it irritates you. Oh, it really gets through to me. But, you know, these things are sent to test us. And yeah. so that's got to be a good thing, you know, James. Yeah. For my patients, that has got to be a good thing. <laughs> well, the good thing on my side is 22 years, I slide one side open and I open the other one. And you know what? Those extra steps work. <laughs> they work. Yeah. <laughs> it never fails. It is true. There is going to be that time. I mean, it's lucky that actually, you know, I always have a few spare cars around and about. <laughs> Because when that happens, I know it's going to happen when uh, both cars are in there. When the springs did it, the only way I could get the garage door up was literally lifting it to help the motor uh, to get it up there. And then I went out having not told Natalie about the problem. She came out and went, oh, the dozy idiot's kind of left the ga- uh, garage door open again. Hit the button. It came down at the speed of light. Scared the living day outside of it, at which point I got a phone call going, the garage door's broken. I'm like, yeah, I know. That's why I left the garage door open. It closed. And it closed very quickly. Like, oh, no, you haven't. So I had to do it all over again oh, no. just to be able to get the, uh, her car back out. I get, get some so. folks with a garage door also just down the road. One of the, you know, a nice roller garage yeah, yeah. door. All rusting out. It's all, oh, it looks really? horrible. And I guess someone in the complex decided, yeah, they, clearly it's happening to them all. Yeah. And they just replaced a few panels. It looks terrible. There's a guy down the road who's done that, but he renovated his entire house, and then he replaced only the bottom ones. The problem is the top ones, I think, were also cream originally, but they've been uh, there a long time, so they're now white. And the bottom ones are beige with, like, slight green tinge to it. looks horrific. Yeah. You know, and he's got the most stunning house. You drive up every day and you look at it and go, oh, maybe, the, maybe he's going to paint the whole thing. Or he just doesn't well, it's care. Been, no, it's been there for six months Okay, so he just doesn't care. I guess so. But you'd have thought someone who spent yeah. so much care on the rest of their property. And it's, it's one of these where you drive into, they've got like this beautiful driveway oh, beautiful. area. Then you turn in yeah, and yeah. left of the garage and there's the house in front of you. And you look at these two stripes, and I obviously walk past it every day with the dogs, and it's one of those that you just like, this is so simple to solve. Why, why have you done it? The last thing I saw this morning, and you know, I know we gotta, we got to wrap up here in a yeah. second, is we talk a lot about lighting, exterior yeah. lighting, and yeah, the, the white bulbs versus the not white bulbs, yeah. whatever we call those, soft white. Yeah, soft white. And, you know, of course, I have soft white. My neighbor doesn't should, have should soft white. we just make white. that point? It's soft white versus cool white. Right. Cool white is white. Yeah. And soft white is yellow. Yeah, you so, want yellow. So I have soft white. My neighbor has cool white. Oh, <laughs> but But this morning at, you know, five to five, I'm out with the run for the dog. Mm. And one of my neighbors down, down the street has his exterior lighting on that I'd never seen before. Exquisite. 
Nice. So instead of having it on top of the walls, it's halfway down the wall. Now, I was running with the dog, so I couldn't stop to figure out how he'd wired it up. I'll take a look another day. Yeah. But with some Bougainvillea hanging down as well. Beautiful, it, yeah. It was, it, was, it was stop and take a look worthy. Oh, that's good. Really, and it was, it was that lighting where you've got a little bit on the top. It's like a, a, a tube, a, a cylindrical piece attached in the middle like a T. And so you've got lighting top and bottom. And it, was, it wasn't too bright. It was very, very soft. It was beautiful. Absolutely. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I uh, just um, I just remembered the supplier. There's a brilliant supplier in the UAE for lights called Lumo. Lumo.ae. Lumo.ae. Uh, really good value um, in terms of price, but also their gear is really good. Ah. It's really, really good. So Lumo.ae for anybody that needs lighting in the UAE. Wonderful. And I'm not on a percentage. <laughs> <laughs> just so you know, it's just good. Lumo.ae. Yes. If you're looking for lighting. Colin, it's great to be back. Yeah, it is, isn't it? a lot of fun. Thank you. We covered a lot of territory today. We did. We still got more to cover on our uh, notes, but we'll get to that next time. Thank you very much for joining us. Good to be here. This is the We Will Fix It Essential Maintenance Podcast. Hope you enjoyed. Have a lot of fun. I did anyway. We did. I hope you have a lot of fun doing your DIY projects. Share the link. Talk to you again soon. So long for now.